Hello everyone, welcome back to the City of Geekin podcast. This is the podcast where we're talking about movies, and more specifically today, the movie we're talking about is Venom, Let There Be Carnage, a film that came out earlier this week, in the UK that is, or did it? 15th it came out, that was earlier this week? Hi, Will, you're back. Hi, welcome to time. Welcome to time, yeah. That's all good. Yeah. 15th was, um... No, early. last last week, sometime. Early I can't week, remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been out for a while, and we're here to talk about it, as always. Um, we also got loads of news to talk about each week. Um, I say loads, I ain't got that much. It's um, just a lot of fluff and some kind of shitty news. Uh, do you want to kick it us off? Seems to be the vibe, doesn't it? Yeah. Shitty news this week. Yeah, it's been kind of meh. And then the stuff that is kind of vaguely interesting has been, as you just said, meh. Yeah. Um I've got an interesting one. Go on, kick us off. I don't off. know whether we knew about this before. I can't because <clears> I can't remember whether we've mentioned this before. But Hayden Christensen is going to be in Disney Plus's Ahsoka TV that show. That was announced this morning or yesterday or something like that. Yeah. I, I can't remember whether we discussed a rumor of it before. Um, I feel like that is something. We I have think discussed. it might have been something that we just spoke about. Like, do you think he's gonna end up in Ahsoka or something? I think no, because when, when he was announced in Obi Wan and then the Ahsoka series was announced we were like maybe had the idea then of, did like, we guess it maybe is that what we did i don't know maybe we are geniuses mm-hmm. in uh, the world of would be a first getting something right on this podcast yeah but yeah that that yeah. was announced the other or the um, last yesterday morning or whatever that was interesting or we, we've got our views on his return in uh, obi-wan which is like a bit we'll just have to see how it goes obviously with everything but obviously initial impressions were a bit ah, i hope they don't just kind of Make Darth Vader fight Obi Wan again, which they're gonna do. Unfortunately. They're gonna do. They're gonna um, do. But I, I'm a bit more lenient with this one, I think, with Ahsoka and Anakin slash Darth Vader meeting up again, maybe, or if it'll be like a flashback. Because I don't know too much about. Well, I haven't, I haven't seen Clone Wars at all. I know like she was the apprentice of Darth Vader and stuff, or Anakin, before he turned, and I guess. It would be a kind of cool thing to see her have some maybe closure of the situation. Here's the thing. She already has closure because of the Rebels TV show. Oh, great. Good stuff. (laughs) Amazing. For those of you, a little bit of a spoiler for anybody who hasn't watched Rebels and is somehow planning to... Although, remember they fight in that. They do meet meet up because Ahsoka becomes a main character in it for a little while. She becomes like a mentor figure. Um and she's actually there for the end of it, um, and it's kind of alluded to that she's going to be a mentor for a new generation, which I never, I don't ever believe that show got off the ground. But huh. uh, anyway, would have been interesting to see. Um, but yeah, so they have closure because she does fight him again to save Ezra. Yeah, and, um, it's kind of a, it's a really emotional scene actually. It's a really good fight, um, and he like. And, uh, and Darth Vader's helmet gets kind of slashed, so you see his like actual eye. Yeah, yeah, and, and then that's how she realizes that's him, isn't it, or um, something? And she, she, well, she knows she's aware that it is him, so at least she knows uh, that Anakin is Darth Vader. Yeah, I guess in a sense that we don't really know I when she can feel him through the force. Yeah. Like uh, when is this going to be set? Yeah. I don't think we know yet, do we? The Ahsoka series. A series. Yeah. <laughs> like what? What part <laughs> in history is it? Is it going to be? Um, uh, I think it's. Is it after, after Rebels season two? It'd be after that, and then what is that? That's... I don't... But here's Where thing, is Mandalorian I... set? Is that set after Rebels? It if... depends on what Disney is classing as canon. Because obviously they've done this whole thing now where they've been very picky with what's canon so that they can I think... mould the story how they feel around the new trilogy. Well, they're, they're definitely movies, counting so... um, Rebels, Clone Wars, 
uh, Mandalorian and okay. stuff like that. Well, I'm but, guessing it happens. Well, it depends because we. It's we, whenever we, Mandalorian's we're, set. We're potentially getting. We're potentially getting Thrawn. Yeah. No, I think he is going to be in that Mandalorian and potentially Ezra Bridger as well. Yeah. So it de- it depends on whether that is. I don't know. You see, I don't yeah. know. I don't know whether the Mandalorian season two is set after Rebels or not. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think because if it is, why be. is Ahsoka in the place that she's in and not on the? Because she basically you leave her off. I I I've not watched the full stuff of Rebels, so I don't know a hundred percent. Yeah. But effectively, the story ends with. Ezra disappearing, obviously, with Thrawn. Um, and then the rest of the crew get their closure for something. And then there's a really beautiful shot, actually, of a mural on a wall somewhere on a planet. And I think it's in, like, a wrecked... I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. It's either a wrecked temple of some sort that is, is like, a force temple. Or it's a wrecked, like, um, Clone Wars ship. Yeah. Somewhere that's, like, been turned into a citadel-type temple, which is a theme that's been used in Star Wars. Kind of. Quite oh, a lot. sweet. Um, but, yeah, the, that happens, and then you have Ahsoka there, and she's got this kind of cool staff. She looks a bit like Gandalf, and she's got, like, a robe, and she's, like... Oh, yeah, the proper, like, wizard yeah, yeah. Jedi. And then there's, like, a mural of all the characters on the wall. That that's somebody's cool. painted. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I think it is set after Rebels. So I think, um, like, I, I would have... Because I got the impression from that, and again, I don't know the full story. It might be different, but I, I got the kind of thing is that she was staying there for some reason. Yeah. But and then we see her in Mandalorian doing she's on weird a different stuff. planet, yeah. doing insurgency stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it is after also, Rebels. She, um, what lightsaber color? Does she? No, she just has white. white lightsaber. It's the white yeah. ones, isn't it? Um, because she asks for what's her face, the person that she's fighting. Like, where is Thrawn? And then that's all we get of that. So, yeah, this is definitely set after Rebels. Set after. Okay, well, in that case, then, I I don't I, necessarily have a problem with Darth Vader showing up again because it doesn't break canon. Yeah, because he's, he's... Yeah. They've already had that duel. And it, we, I, think, I think it... Okay, this is going to be a long shot. Remember Darth when Maul was we... present for that as well. He didn't cross paths with Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. I don't think, but... Okay, this is going to be a long shot, but I they probably will have the idea of bringing back Mark Hamill again as Luke Skywalker and then him... And Ahsoka having a conversation and that sort of... I I think if you are to bring Mark Hamill back again, that would... I'd be fully into that. Him and Ahsoka having a conversation about, like, Luke's father. Because Luke... Like, the last thing Ahsoka knows of Anakin is that him being Darth Vader and him just dying from the Death Star and then just being like, oh, he just probably died a villain. And then Luke coming back and then being like, oh, no, no, I turned him back. And that would be a really, really heartwarming conversation for them to have. That'd be really cool. I'd like that. Yeah, I've always wanted an interaction between Luke and Ahsoka. Yeah. And there's so much depth in that. Shame that it's been ruined by everything that happens with Luke in The Last Jedi and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm kind of... I'm at the point... I'm, I'm the Kylo point of view in this. Okay. I'm the let the past die. Yeah, kill it if you have to. Um, yeah, can we, can we please can we please let the past die? Yeah. Can we do it? Storytellers of Hollywood. Can this is fine. Um, <laughs> it's all right. But yeah, uh... Hayden Christian again I think this is also a really good response to uh, initial response to how well he's done in Obi-Wan I think a lot of the execs or people that are behind it uh, Ewan McGregor or the cast and everything has been like no Anakin uh, Hayden Christensen's you know his second chance of being Anakin it's actually gone down really really well 
So that's why they're giving him yet another go at being Anakin well, he in was Ahsoka. Always, he was always best at when Anakin when he was rage filled and yeah evil. So and not saying anything. I, I'm interested to see what his take on Darth Vader yeah. is because he's let's be honest, he's full on Darth Vader at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for the Obi Wan series, yeah, yeah, definitely. He's full on Darth Vader. Oh yeah, that's a good point. What am I thinking about? Yeah. yeah. No, I, so I guess he's appearing as a force ghost in Ahsoka, which is interesting. That'd be cool. Yeah, I wouldn't which, mind that. Which, to be honest, I one of the things that I have always wanted, I've wanted Anakin, I kind of wanted it to happen where he talks to Rey. I thought that would have been really cool. And it, like, Rey, he does briefly oh, in that. No, in, you, anyway, no, let's... No, let's, no, 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 no. You, you've done it again. Anakin coming back as a force <laughs> ghost, yeah. Yeah, in Ahsoka. That'd be really cool. We almost did it. Please, it's just we not. All, we almost <laughs> turned left again. Yeah. Um, down. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's fine. Anyway, I I I always I had a, like a weird picture of like Ray going into some lost Jedi temple and then she's like wandering around and she has like a really awesome like maybe with Yoda just being like oh hey Yoda. There are, there's so many great characters you could have done it with, but mm. I think it would have been oh, so... both all of them. Oh no, we saw how that turned out. No, no there's too many characters. I that's thought fine. it would be more impactful if it was Anakin. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I felt that. I just felt like it was really like. It would have been really kind of emotional. To, like, what would be the most emotional impact? Which character would you see? Like, you could do Yoda, yeah. Mm. But we've had Yoda as a force ghost. We've had him as a mentor. We've done that, yeah. you know. That, and it was good. Yeah, we need, we need to see Anakin you back. Know, it's uh, like, yeah. But bring Anakin back and have yeah. Hayden Christian play him. And but, but like I say, yeah, like for... Because they've just... I think they finished filming Obi-Wan, the series, or they are. Um, and I think, yeah, because of the response everyone's had towards how Anakin is being portrayed by Hayden Christian again. They're like, oh, he's really good. Let's use him again. So put him in Ahsoka. It, it makes sense. Cool. So that'd be really I like good. I, I think that's how it goes um, down uh, or yeah. how it went down. I'd be interested to see how it all happens. But like, if you think about it, like they'd have so much to talk about Ray and him. Like Ray doesn't know who her parents are. Well, she didn't. She didn't. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> she still doesn't in our head canon. She still doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. Um, he doesn't know whose father was. Yeah. And he, he was like a Jesus Christ child. He was born just to his mother. Yeah. And he wrestled with the same things that we kind of see Ray wrestle with, although yeah. I, I don't necessarily think that they meant for her to wrestle with those things. Hmm. Um, I don't think the people that wrote those movies necessarily meant much at all. But uh, <laughs> but I yeah, it would have been really interesting anyway. I think yeah. he would have had a lot in common with Ray. I think that would have been cool to see. Yeah, that's awesome. And it would have brought the Star Wars saga full circle. Yeah. That's good. Uh, looking forward to that one actually, because I, I, we should watch Clone Wars and Rebels. Maybe we should watch it all the way through. It's a lot of um, a lot of stuff. It's on Netflix, I think, isn't it? It's on Disney Plus. It wouldn't be on Netflix. Oh yes, it was. On Disney Netflix. owns Disney owns everything. It was on Netflix um, a while back. God, how did you forget our Lord and Savior Mickey? Um, Lord Disney. Can we can we get some of the shit news out of the way as well? Um, so a couple of days ago, uh, a tragedy happened on set of the film Rust. Um, Apparently, uh, Alec Baldwin was filming a scene, uh, fired a prop gun that accidentally killed the cinematographer, uh, Helena Hutchins, and injured uh, the director as well of the film. Um, that sucks. That shit. Yeah, it's just been some pretty sad news that's come yeah. out of the movie world. It's, it's um, obviously under investigation to see like yeah, what whether happened. what happened, because... This is very reminiscent on, uh, I think his name is Brandon Lee, uh, the guy that, well, Bruce Lee's son that died filming The Crow. Uh, there was a similar scene where, like, you know, a gun was pointed, it was a prop, he shot. Oh, 
there was it, it, something wrong happened and then he died um, filming I the scene. I read a thing this morning. I don't know whether it's true or not. So <clears> I'm going to say that this is... Take it with a pinch of salt. This is just rumour. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently there's some there's some people that have been talking that were on the set when it happened saying that the one of the producers or whatever has obviously or one of the production staff handed this gun to yeah and apparently there was a live round in it that's fucked which why is, and no and it said apparently that nobody knew that that was the case mm. when that was given to alec baldwin to to mm. use i think here's what i don't get even okay go ahead how does this happen i what i was thinking happened is because surely if everyone followed protocols and the safety measures and stuff like that this would never have happened yeah obviously so some things might have been like alleviated uh you know people being a little bit irresponsible and this shit happens but i'm thinking even with a prop gun and being blanks don't point at anyone because well here's the thing yeah don't use something that's capable of carrying ammunition in it well, then the blanks are fine, because. But, but like, yeah. just, this is what like, like we what should be focusing on is like the tragedy of all this. But that's what yeah, came yeah, into yeah. my head when things, stupid shit like this happens, where somebody gets killed for no, literally no reason whatsoever. It's a complete fluke, an yeah. accident, and and it's just like what, like why even use a use a fucking cap gun, or well, and do the do the the bang and stuff in post. Yeah, maybe. Like like why why. Why why must you use a realistic firearm that is capable of ca- also if something is capable I don't know a lot about guns but if something is capable of carrying live ammunition it's not a prop gun is it? uh, it's a well, firearm well they 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 say prop gun because I'm sure yeah, like I say I think like yeah I I'm completely I I best not speak about like what I think happened because it's completely bullshit and I'm just like going off the cuff and anyway it's not it's not really the point but yeah it it sucks that something like this happened and it's I'm I hopefully it's no like no one gets really charged like I hope you know Alec Baldwin he fucking he does no yeah he doesn't want to go through any of this like it's like I don't get why journalists and fucking uh newspaper paparazzi bollocks were like taking pictures of him clearly breaking down you know like you know he was in like costume and stuff but there there's like pictures like on the front of tabloids and stuff like that being like oh and this is his react like he was calling someone and you know just after the incident happened it's like why are you posting this fucking picture everywhere i didn't i understand leave the man alone he's just had a fucking traumatic event happen to him he's like unintentionally drama, killed drama someone and stuff sells doesn't it in the yeah it's That's what tabloids are all about but this sort of shit i'm just like, leave alone man just just anything you know let the news come out and say yeah this incident has happened and we're investigating however everyone fuck off let us deal with it like you know let's you know commiserations to the family commiserations that's definitely not the word why did i say that um condolences condolences yeah i apologize profusely condolences to the family and friends everyone of um uh helena um but yeah just keep it private now you know this this horrible event has happened i hope people like you know alec baldwin's doing as best as he can the director's i think is out of hospital he's been discharged um and yeah i don't know what's really gonna happen next hopefully some i'm hoping change comes with it 
Like, because yeah. this is clearly not the first time this has happened on a movie set. Thankfully, it's not a regular thing that happens. No, 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 no. But it does, obviously, occasionally, this sort of shit does go down. I think, like I say, the last time it did happen was with The Crow, which came out, well, decades ago. Uh, I'm going to have a look at The it's Crow. like early 2000s, wasn't it? Uh, I have no idea. Crow. 2000 and I... 1994. Uh, or even yeah, earlier. that's that's yeah. what I mean. So it's like this is a very rare occurrence, and like even I just think there was probably a, like a lapse of concentration. That was it. So it's like if people did follow the safety precautions, which there are strict ones of, this would never have happened. Yeah. So it's like I don't think no I, nothing I, necessarily I needs to I change. I don't, but I don't believe the the fact that there was a live munition. No, I think it was just a it was a misfire. As, yeah, yeah. As happens. Yeah. Every now and then. It still brings into question why you would even use a firearm that's capable of still harming someone um, yeah. instead of just using something that doesn't necessarily fire at all. It's just pressurized air, I think, like blanks. Um, that's it, realistically. And if something gets in the barrel of the gun and you accidentally shoot, it could launch that little thing, which is like that could really happen to any sort of firearm, whether it's a prop or not. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like if, you know, I think just. The, the main thing that needs to be taken away from this is just, you know, condolences to the families and just be very fucking careful in the future um, again. But, um, yeah, sucks. Yeah, I, ho- I hope that they, yeah, I hope that there's some sort of, um, must be awful for the family at the moment, like, yeah. not having many answers to things of, like, Apparently, this um, a fluke accident. And I hope that, I hope that something, you know, comes out about it that, you know, gives them more closure than what they probably currently have. Um, yeah. I don't know about... I've not been keeping up with the story, I have to say, so I don't know what the latest on it is, but... Uh, she was 42, Jesus Christ. Oh, too that was, young. That sucks. Um, I'm trying to look through her filmography, um, but apparently, like, you know, there's been so many uh, mass, you know, you know, actors and actresses that have, you know, done stuff with her and was like, fuck, she was on a... She was on an incline of, you know, Hollywood, not, not stardom, but like, you know, doing big movies. She was on such a career trajectory. It was it's such a tragedy that, yeah, yeah I mean, everyone, it was, everyone will have, like, I think it must be really, like, cinematographers and things get all the kind of glitz and glam that Hollywood stars do. They just don't get all the paparazzi that comes with it because yeah. nobody is interested in their, you know, their, their lifestyles, which I think is must be a really interesting world to be in um yeah and yeah a really interesting one to be in it's probably it's one of those kind of niche um areas of it's maybe a weird way of thinking of it but it's kind of aligned with like the technology sector of like you're at the forefront of kind of like the things that will drive forward into the next century of filmmaking you know you're in the same way that entrepreneurs are with technology and like figuring out that what the next 10 years of smartphones is going to be like mm. you're kind of the art that you help create and the art that you help innovate will shape film for the next 10 years and impact culture in ways that will shape culture yeah and that's really interesting um, yeah and it's so sad that something like that has happened yeah um Let's move on to another bit of shitty news. Uh, do you know Ruby Rose, ex Batwoman? Yes, I yeah. got this one as well. You got this one. She's she's come out and blasted the uh, Warner CW Warner Brothers 
workings on the back behind the scenes things of what happened and it's been a bit of a mess really because she i don't know i think she was like fired uh allegedly um and then they obviously recast her uh and then she sort of come out what was this on wednesday uh this is recording where what was it saturday today and came out wednesday and i've got the bullet points of what she's put on instagram uh she basically uh alleged that uh, rose was forced back to work incredibly quickly after serious injuries with the implication being that the entire crew would lose their jobs if she didn't i think she had like a broken neck and back or something like that in one of her injuries and she was in hospital for like 10 days which it's what <laughs> Wow. I, I've just come out of hospital after having hand surgery and um, I was like, like six weeks, six, six weeks eight recovery. weeks. So neck? Okay, whatever. Um, Rose says that the showrunner at Caroline Dries only visited the set four times a year and was rushing to finish the season during COVID when everyone else was shutting down, like The Flash and uh, DC's uh, other ones, uh, Arrow or whatever, if they're still going. Uh, Rose detailed numerous, numerous stunt person injuries on set, including a burn injury so graphic that they witnessed in real time. Uh, she then laments uh, the network for not offering anyone therapy for it. Uh, Rose then accused former Warner Brothers TV exec Peter Roth of inappropriate behavior like having women steam his pants while he was still wearing them and then having Rose investigated by a PI after she left the series. These are pretty big accusations. Massive. Um, There's a lot of them as well. Yeah. Which, you know, again, it's just sort of alleged on our part. I don't, like, we don't know anyone. We don't. And it's just if this all this shit does happen, which I don't know. Uh, part of me believes it, and part of me is I don't know. I'm a bit conflicted because part of me believes it because this is like the Hollywood film producing sort of world. There's where a history. There's a history of this yeah. shit sort of happening, like being people being forced to do stuff, or you know, you know, you had all this stuff with Blizzard coming out a couple weeks back i don't know it's the game industry but it's it's an industry it's aligned, yeah. it's, a, it's aligned um yeah so if any of this shit did happen like oh god i'm so glad that this light has been put on it um i've but the counteract to that is um, brothers have come back with some pretty strong things of their own themselves and i know that a couple like me i think it was the actor that played nightwing has come out and basically said oh no yeah she was fired like she was quite horrible on set herself so it's i think it's in between the two it's like warner Bros. and done some shady shit and she's just not exactly what you call perfect herself like if you're the lead actress in a massive tv series and you get fired you must have done some pretty fucked shit yourself to get fired as a lead um yeah it's 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 messy <laughs> messy 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 not that um, sort of messy. Not the goat messy. Um, it's yeah, it's hmm, it's a weird one. I think you've just hit the nail on the head. I think it's probably a bit of both worlds. I think in this case scenario, from what the information we know, it sounds like she was horrible to work with, and Warner Brothers didn't like her very much. And that's, yeah. that's kind of what. But it also doesn't give the excuse to. Treat, it doesn't yeah, make an exactly. excuse for treating her badly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then again, it, I mean, there's a quote here from them that says that they made that decision based upon several complaints of yeah. workplace behavior from several members of staff that were on those yeah. shoots. So it was it wasn't just it wasn't just like the execs 
saying made that complaints. It, it, was it was the crew as well. The crew yeah, yeah. made complaints as well. It's just, uh, why can't people be honest? Like, just come out and be like, hey, all this shit happened. But also, I'd like to admit that I wasn't necessarily the easiest person to work with. I don't know, just be yes. like that. Just, just be the, honest, man. The dog-eat-dog world of Hollywood honestly yeah. doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, so shitty news out of the way. I don't think I've got any more shitty news. Um, um, I've got some slightly sad news. But, oh, um, no, not sad. Uh, Leslie uh, Brickus, yeah. uh, who was a lyrical de- genius, um, uh, was a song. She was a prolific British songwriter. She was behind uh, hits such as Candyman and Goldfinger. Oh, yeah. She died at the age of 90. Oh, which God is damn. Uh, she lived a strong life. Has a good innings, 90. Uh, her career spanned 60 years. Jesus. Uh, she has loads of different credits that are all very varied. Um, everything from uh, working on, including uh, the Talking Animals, <laughs> Doctor Doolittle series. Oh, yeah. Um, to um, working on things like Willy Wonka and different stuff. So, Does some really good stuff. Yeah, absolutely loads of great stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I don't, I'm not sure whether he, sorry, Ooh. Leslie, yeah, um, or Lindsley. Anyway, that's a bit sad. Yeah, sucks. Um, so, a uh, kind of musical genius of, of Hollywood is being slightly mourned, and there's well, there. loads of different people. Andrew Lloyd Webber's uh, come out with all sorts of different things. Yeah, work together on different things, and yeah. it's, a, it's a great loss. Oh, she's she's he let. That was my mistake. So. Yeah, the so, fuck, oh, Jesus. Um, they've left a great legacy behind them with the amount of stuff that they've done. So, uh, just a little, yeah. Yeah, just a little. Sixty years of legacy. Good on you. Um, you want some some more but sad news? What's that? Um, the entire slate of the MCU films has been pushed back. I know. I saw this. Is yeah. there a reason behind this? I don't know. Um, but so. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness um, is previously dated the 25th of the 3rd, so 25th of March, and it's now going to be uh, in May. Uh, month the sixth, later. 6th? Si- si- ah, two months Not later. Two. Si- 6th, about a month and a half. Uh, but because Doctor Strange is being pushed back, that means that Thor is being pushed back, Black Panther, the Marvels, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and three untitled Marvel films is going to be pushed back as well. Which is like, oh no, mm. we, have to, we have to wait two months. Oh no, oh no. Oh no! Um, Two extra months. You'll have a Spider-Man in between still. Yeah. Well, I mean, gives you more time it, Eternals. To Batman. Eternals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you tell you what, that might be a reason, because Batman would have been coming out the same week or same month as. I saw a lot of people online making Doctor Strange different memes of like Marvel were even respecting the release of the Batman by moving everything. To be because honest, they were like, there's no way that it, Doctor yeah. Strange is going to be able to necessarily compete. It depends on the trailers and stuff as yeah. well. Though. Yeah, no, I completely. Depends on how good completely. Doctor Strange is. Yeah, I think it'll be good, but like, come it'll on, be ba- Batman, Batman looks like fucking good, man. Batman looks Batman really good. Really <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no, I think like Eternals is coming out in two weeks. I think, which fuck yeah. Um, next week we'll do uh, Dune because that's out yes, right now. That looks really great. Yeah, it looks really good. That, yeah. uh, all the reviews are coming out of Dune is really really positive. Um, There's still a second one to come as well. Jesus Christ, man. Because I think this yeah. one's... Actually, no. It hasn't been announced officially, June 2. It's not been announced, has Imagine, it? Imagine. rumoured that... Imagine making, like, Fellowship of the... Fellowship? Fellowship. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, imagine making Fellowship of the Ring and not saying that, like, confirming that 
twin uh, the two towers uh, or uh, Return of the King is being like confirmed to make. Oh, like, just like just 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 imagine like that. What happening. if what if uh, we'll make the first Harry Potter film, but we're not going to confirm whether we're doing the rest what or if not. If they've already made it, I don't think so. No, I don't. They think just so. filmed it at the same time, no. and then they're gonna. Because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that it hasn't actually been f- officially confirmed the second June film, which is it's, just madness. Kind of, it's been in. I think it's been rumored for a long time because I think yeah. it was mentioned it, when it's most likely going to happen. When Dune was first announced, I think it was announced that there were going to be multiple movies. It was going to be split into two. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but I don't, I don't know it's... whether it's split into two because I, I don't know. This is the thing. This is where the rumor mill comes in. Because I thought it was two. Apparently, the second movie is going to focus more on Zendaya's character, which is really interesting. As yeah. A character, but I think some of it's going to be kind of a wrap up to the first book, but it's also going to include elements of the second book. Wow. I didn't so know. I, was, I didn't know there's two books to be found. There's, one. there's like five. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh no. There's five. Dune is just the first one, and yeah. then there's like the children of Dune. And the do you thing think of, um, the second let me get, film is going to be called Tune? Because it's two and two. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> Throne is the third oh, one. Just stop it! Stop it, you! Just stop it. Tune. No, I'm, I'm no, calling. I'm calling no. the second one Tune. No. Foon is the fourth one. Foon. Now you're starting it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The because I think the reason why they haven't confirmed, like, if they haven't confirmed it, and then this film does badly at the box office and critically like that'd be that'd suck so much for them to like make the first a first part to something and then just be like nah nah you're right we're not yeah, making the so second they've got um they've got the, so the first one is just dune oh yeah uh, the second one is called dune messiah oh okay uh this is the book series this god is god damn i thought it was clever the third being one tuned. is called the children of dune yeah uh, the fourth one is The God Emperor of Dune. Yes. Uh, the fifth one is Heretics of Dune. Um, and the last one is called Chapter House Dune. Oh, so nice. Six books altogether in Jesus. the series. Oh, my God. Unfilmable, apparently. Um, no, but we've That had... might be something we have to do. We have to might, we have to go back and watch... <laughs> the old one. The, uh, the 80s one. Oh, God. Apparently, it's a fucking mess. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently it gets even messier when you watch the director's car. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, we will, though. We will eventually. If we've got, like, a quiet week, we'll be like, ah, old June. Let's just torture ourselves. Um, yeah, it's fine. So, uh, June's coming out. We're going to be watching that next week. Uh, and then a week after that, probably Eternals. Cool. Nice. And then after that, I don't know what's coming out. We'll just have to do, like, I don't know, Bond films until... Spider-Man comes out. Well, you had a few ideas, didn't you? You had bo- uh, Bond Boon films? The Boon films. The Boon films. My name's Boon. James Boon. Um, My name is Jam I wanna, Boon. I want to look something up real quick because... Um, what are you looking up? Because the Empire magazine, because I, I actually mentioned Spider-Man, but speaking of Spider-Man, see that great transition? Hey, nice. Um, the Empire magazine revealed the cover for the No Way Home um, thing film thing <laughs> oh, like the main poster for the it. Uh, not not the movie poster but the uh the the poster fuck i need to get the this cover up. for their story on it yeah and it's actually really good i hope they use it it's that good the artwork, yeah, right? yeah yeah i haven't actually <coughs> i haven't actually seen excuse it. I'm me i'm look it up now because i'm trying to look it up got me whatever. intrigued by this now this is something i haven't seen this week yeah 
Um, but it looks good. And it does have little Easter eggs in the poster of like the Sinister Six and who's going to be involved. Um, so, fuck, where is it? I need to... You know what? This is good. This is good. Uh... Here it is. Here, I got it. You got it. Nice one. I found it. Uh, there is two of them, technically. Um, yeah, is so there's that, that one. one. Yeah, that's that's one of them. So you have, obviously, the pumpkin bomb of Green Goblin, so he's one of them. You have the Doc Ock arm. Um, and I think somewhere you see electric, the electric in the top right. And the kind of bottom. Oh, no, that's, I guess yeah. that's the swirl of the multiverse thing. Yeah, yeah. There's sand across the bottom. Sand across the bottom. So, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Um, and then I think somewhere you see Venom, um, like, very, very, very dimly, um, which is cool. So that's the Sinister Six. Um, yeah, because that... And then there's the other one. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah, that, that's that's the other one, which has, like, the little symbols of each of them. Um, yeah, so that'd be cool. Um, yeah, Spider-Man, we'll get onto Venom, but there'll be Carnage in a moment. But I think I've got one more bit of news if it comes up on my phone. This is good. I love it when the phone thumbprint doesn't work. That's really great. Uh, i got one more bit of good news. Really good news, actually. Um, that's going to make me break my bank and pocket of change. Uh-oh. What's, What's going that? on here? What's what? No, I mean with you. Oh, uh, you it, all, 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 um, all it is is um, the greatest game of all time, or my, my favourite game of all time is finally coming to PC, and that is God of War, um, which is, honestly, good good marketing. Well, not marketing. Good way of getting more money for you, uh, Santa Monica. Which I'm like, yeah, just have all the money, please. Corey Balrog. You made an incredible game. And up in... For for people's um, hyping up of God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, release it on PC so everyone else can experience this greatness. I'm definitely buying again. I'm just and gonna then play through the it all PC again. players can not play it until it gets and not, not a year after the... I, I tell you, no, because it was 2018 where so the first God years. of War... Yeah. So, um... Will tease you in the first God of War game. Play that greatness, it's and then like, either you have to spend five hundred quid on a PS Five for God of War Ragnarok. Quid. Yeah, for the game as well, um, or just wait three years and then buy it on PC. And then play it on PC. There you are. Because um, I heard that God of War is only going to be two parts. It's going to be this and Ragnarok, and that's it. That's uh, that's the end of God of War. Oh, it's not going to be. We're going to do another trilogy. No, it's not going to be a trilogy. As far as I'm aware, I think I read somewhere that it's like, oh, it's going to be two parts. Sweet. That's interesting. You kill Thor, kill Odin, kill Freya, kill just kill everyone, mate. I kill Mimir on the back of your face. I because a lot of people were saying that like obviously Thor is probably going to be the main villain of this camp. Yeah, and then the third one would have been about Odin. That's what I initially thought, but when I read that, oh, it's going to be two parts, and this is it. I was like, oh. That's strange, but hopefully it'll work. Um, that's all my news. Um, sorry about the Queen being in hospital. Bless her. Um, I mean, she's, uh, she had to cancel some visits recently. I did see yeah. that. That's a bit of sidetrack news here. Yeah, so she's the Queen, queen went to hospital. Um, hope she's all right. Apparently it wasn't COVID-related, though. They said nobody no, it. It wasn't no, COVID-related. No. It was just old age stuff. So. No, that's fine. Um... You got any more news? Or should we go on to the film? I, I'm i literally all out of news. I, I don't have very much this no, week. That's fine. There's been no, I don't, a lot that's caught my other eye. Other than really. shit happening in the world, um, there's, there's been not a lot happening. Um, Venom Let There Be Carnage <laughs> came out. Yes. Um, we, spoke about, we spoke about the first Venom film last week, uh, which I was very not into. 
Yeah. I think you were just like, yeah, it's whatever. It's just chaos. It's mental. It doesn't know what it is. But this film, it's directed by Andy Serkis. And if you're thinking, ah, oh, let's, let's make a film with a bunch of CGI characters and a bunch of mocapping, what better man to get on the job than the, uh, the president, the god of mocap himself? Um, yeah, Andy Serkis. Yeah, the, the original man. Um, yeah, Andy Serkis himself, uh, which is fine. Great. Good on you, mate. Um, Tom Hardy's obviously back as Venom slash Eddie. Uh, and then we also have Woody Harrelson with a different wig, not that atrocious one. Not back. the one he had in the post-credits in the first movie. Yeah, and being Carnage slash Cletus Cassidy, the serial killer. So what did you think of this romantic comedy of a film? Still a mess. Really? Yeah. I think it's more concise. Oh, no, 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 it's still a mess. Oh, I liked it. It's just, it just goes by quicker, so it makes you feel that it's more yeah. concise. Yeah. But it's still... Because I... I heard initially that it was going to be more of a buddy cop movie and that they leaned on that more heavily and they kind of settled on that as a theme. I spoke to my friend Bob before we went to see this and her hot take on it was that that's not the case. (laughs) They just double down on everything and it's more campy. The darker moments are more dark. The, the, The buddy cop stuff is more buddy cop. Yeah. The not knowing what it is is still not knowing what it is. And initially, I was like, oh, it was, it was okay. Maybe it was, it was slightly better than the first one. But as it's kind of sunk in a little bit, I'm kind of just like, I was in, it was all right, but yeah. it was just more of the same. It felt like a DLC for the first movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like to me. It felt like, oh, you, you could watch this back to back and it could be like one movie. Yeah. Technically. Um, it, it was just so... Like, there were so many weird creative choices. It was like, we're going to pull it in this direction. But no, and now we're back in this this space. And it's it's kind of a... It's kind of like there's two different movies going on yeah. in, in this movie. And I guess that's what happens when you pull a movie in loads of different directions. Because you start off on a really dark note with, with um, Cassidus Clay or whatever. Cletus Cassidy. Cl- Cletus Cassidy, that's it. That's, uh, Cassidus Clay, that's... that's I swear that's someone. Critical role, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the two confused. Yeah. Um... But yeah, you, you have the serial killer who's very dark and there's something about his, his love interest who is also very twisted and it's very dark. And then all of a sudden we're in like buddy cop land yeah. and we're making jokes and stuff. And like it flip flops between those like different themes. And I think there's even another theme in there of like it being very, trying to be very kind of like Spider-Man um, into the multiverse kind of uh theme which the first one did with having like the music transitions and like the yeah the big sweeping shots of things which is almost a very fast and furious when you yeah. do it in a live action movie it still has all of those elements and it doesn't choose one it just no. it's like no we're gonna do this and this scene is gonna be dark and then this scene is gonna be very overly comical and and stuff and and it's not necessarily that it's badly executed any of it mm. it's just there's so much of it yeah <laughs> and it's like I found it, and I found this experience watching both movies. I was like, I'm kind of enjoying this, but I'm also very distracted because every time there's a switch of tone, it feels like you start watching another movie. Yeah. And then it switches back, and then you pull this way, and then you go in that way. Yeah. Instead of like watching something like, you know, if you're looking at other movies, let's compare like the Spider Man movies recently. Like, you, you know what you're getting. 
Yeah. Like it keeps it in that kind of lighthearted sense and it and it when when this more serious stuff comes along it, it leans into the serious stuff but it never goes past the point of that barrier of where it is at. You yeah. know, it's still within that scope. Whereas this one like there were points where I was I was really loving all the stuff with Carnage and I thought it was really dark and I was like, "Oh, you could do this awesome like horror kind of thing with this." Yeah. And they're kind of leaning into that. They're kind of going there with the horror. But they go too far with the horror without fully committing in certain ways and it just ends up feeling weird disjointed and awkward yeah because it's like oh he should be just spraying guts all over the wall because that's kind of what this character needs but he's not because it's a pg-13 movie and they've got to keep that barrier yeah yeah but yet they're they're keeping the barrier as far as the visuals are concerned but they're not with the character itself they're going beyond that point yeah and it was kind of yeah it just like it's it looks a decent movie like both of these movies are kind of just fun and you yeah. can have a laugh at them, certainly. And it's funny you mentioned romantic comedy. Oh, it is. It's 100% a, a romantic there's, there's comedy. Loads of, there's loads of scenes. Everything with Eddie and Venom is just romantic comedy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which is very funny. And... I'll, um... But yeah, I just... Yeah. That's in, Will's you hot were, take. You, you were indifferent on it. I, I would have it. to disagree with you. Really? I think the tone is so much more set on what it wants to be than the first one. Because like you say, in the first one, it was like, it's a horror film. And then for the first hour or whatever before we see Venom, it's just this boring, self-indulgent, serious mess that is just I cannot be asked with it. And then, and then what I mean is, okay, so the difference with this film and the first film is, you in the first film you meet Eddie Brock, and then all the characters, and it's just serious. It's like oh my god, it's just there's this symbiote thing, it's this organization, and it's mental, and it's dark, and oh my god, they're bad people. And then it's not until Venom comes in that it's like, holy shit, we're turning this to 11, buddy cop, fucking outrageous, no one gives a shit, and it's just crazy. Whereas, so, like, Eddie is, and Tom Hardy's, like, almost playing two different characters. He's, like, playing this ultra-serious nonsense guy. Not nonsense or whatever, just whatever. Boring, stereotypical report or whatever. And then he just turns into this wacky, oh my god, I'm sweating profusely, I look like a mess, and I've got a voice in my head, and I'm jumping into a lobster tank and eating shit (laughs) and i'm just going mental but in this film it's like yeah eddie like eddie brock is just all the time he's weird and he's got venom in his head he's like yeah you know even we'll get on spoilers in a second but there's stuff that happens and like yeah eddie still plays the weird over the top eddie and each of the characters uh like woody harrison he does have a bit of weirdness to him but he's that sort of psychotic serious weird if that makes sense. He's this over-the-top serial killer, which I'm like, you know, when you do the serious bits with him, I'm like, yeah, fine, whatever. When when you're setting... Again, with the problem with the first film and the second film is whatever character that the scene is set with, that's the tone of the film it's going to be. Like when you're with Riot or Carlton Drake or whatever the fuck his name was. Um, Nondescript e- evil, Elon Musk evil Elon Musk. It yeah. was just ultra dark, Elon serious Musk. thing, and yeah, it was whatever. And then you jump in back to Venom and whatever. It's being over the top and silly. So there, you have two different, completely different films. But then with this one, you're with Woody Harrelson. It's kind of serious, and it's trying to give you emotional moments. It's trying to actually give you character, mm. and you're giving him motivations other than just like I'm bad for bad sake. He's like, oh, I've got a relationship and I'm, I care about her. So you buy into it more. And then, yeah, he does go over the top silly, which is like, I guess, 
stays more in tone with the rest of the film and it that's why it works well for me with Eddie and Venom and this buddy cop romantic movie because everyone's got to that's what the film is it's the film is a romantic comedy and everyone's in a relationship issue just have fun it's whatever and there's a little bit of stabbing and killing and buying so people's heads off you think it's a, you you're kind of alluding to the fact that it's a better movie because they get the first half of the first movie out the way because you're kind of jumping in yeah it's like you're watching you're kind of watching a similar movie to the first one but it's it's the first it's, hour it's, of that movie. it's more concise and it's like right you know this character's on the screen what's his motivations why is he upset why is he who he is boom done right let's move on whereas in like the first one it was like god this is a drag i don't know wh- who you are what you're about i don't know what you're what you like what, what's your motivations this is an interesting point to make. it's with a lot of like superhero movies that are kind of similar to the first venom where you're like oh this is a bit crap really yeah like a lot of them do that don't they they have yeah. a slow cruel first hour yeah where they do a lot of world building and they feel like they've got to fill in a lot of gaps about a character and they've got to set a certain yeah. tone and they kind of do it at the expense of ever really setting a theme for the movie. Yeah. And then once it feels like they're kind of trudging through that and then only once the character gets their superpowers does the real stuff start to happen. It starts to pick up and build a bit of pace, yeah, it which feels is fun. like It feels like up until that point, the creatives and the direction yeah. of the movie is like, okay, keep it contained, keep it contained. Okay, he's got the superpowers. Okay, we got the boring bit out of the way. Yeah. We can just now execute what we wanted to do with the character in the first place. Yeah, that's what the first Venom feels like to me. Yeah, it's like, oh, what what are people looking for in superhero movies? They're looking for kind of dark world building and, yeah. and kind of like dark characters and realistic characters. Okay, let's do that for the first hour, and then we can make the buddy cop movie we're yeah. going to make when he becomes Venom. Yeah, which is just nah, just... which doesn't help. No. I, but I would argue that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue, but I'd state the point that I think nothing changes between the first movie and the second movie. No. It's just you don't have the first hour. Yeah, so true. So that's I guess not that's a, yeah. present. So you just you launch know, into yeah, the stuff enough. that was maybe I, I, I kind of agree with that. It's like the, the hour and a half runtime that this film is is so much better. It's it's like, you know, better, in, yeah. you're in for a ride, you're out. Boom, whatever, done. It's it, Like you said, it's a Fast and Furious film. You don't take it seriously. You just have fun, whatever. Cool, brilliant. I'm not looking for like this existential crisis, meaningful message from venom and carnage or you know i guess yeah have a little bit of heart in there like i say to do with like the relationship stuff and how ed and uh, eddie and uh, venom are dealing with each other you know like i said there's a there's a great video on youtube like with andy circus talking through the scene where venom and eddie have their breakup yeah um and he walks through and it's like, yeah, this is like the, the romantic comedy bit where like the two people living together, they break up and it's, it's a separation. It's like, yeah, it, like there's, there's, there's more, con- there's more, uh, lin- there's, there's more focused plot points, I guess, with this one. That's what I mean. Because in the first time you're like, okay, so why is the villain doing what he's doing? Evil. Why is, why is Venom attached to Eddie? They're both losers. Uh, all right, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Hap- Hapkins. Hap- the o- the Hapkins only. Yeah. The only. The only people that really have any sort of like character development in the first film is Michelle Williams' character is like, oh, I don't like you, Eddie, anymore because you made me lose my job, and Eddie loses his job, and then that's it. Like Ven- Venom doesn't 
give Eddie anything. Like, Eddie doesn't improve towards the end of the film. Um, but in this one, it's like, oh, they're dealing with relationships, they're breaking up, they're getting back together, oh, things happening with... I don't know, there's, there's more feelings I have with this second film, even though it's a film that you shouldn't really take seriously. It's whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll compare it to uh, a much better film. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen it, Kingsman Secret Service, the one the, with Taron Egerton and one. the yeah. first one. The first one, yeah. The first one. Yeah. It's, of course I've seen the first like one. Like I say, the structurally it sort of is the same with the f- what Venom 1 is trying to do. Starts out this really grounded, kind of serious, not really serious film. But it's, 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 it is yeah. fun or whatever. It, like, you know, Eggsy is trying to deal with his day-to-day life and then, oh God, he comes into a secret organisation that makes you do this training sequences and it's not until the end of the film where you're like okay now we've dialed it to 110 fucking barack obama's head is blowing up into a colorful smoke like it goes it, it it's a progression of turn in the dialogue whereas with the first one first venom film it was like ultra serious ultra serious ultra serious 110 holy shit and then with this one it's like starts at maybe 70 and then goes to 100 yeah so, I, yeah, I guess it's more gradual with this film than the first film. Yeah, yeah, because I think they start off on the right foot and the right tone of yeah. being like, okay, no, we're just going to do wacky. This is fuck this it, yeah, be whatever. From the start. Yeah, it's, we're not going to try it's... and we're not going to try and trick you into thinking that we're we're caring necessarily about these characters and where yeah. they're going. We're just going to have this, fun yeah. with and the then there's going to be a there's going to be cool like some really cool set piece moments and some fun times, some dark there times. Is, yeah. It's fine, whatever. Um, Everything's set at night again. <laughs> yeah, which, uh, you know, I guess in this film, because Carnage is actually coloured red, it doesn't actually bother me as much. Also, Carnage yeah. has a load of shit coming out of him all the time, so you can, yeah. he's, he's a lot more... Uh, which I, you can tell where he is. Um, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think that's necessarily good. I, I still don't think the villains are necessarily any better than they were in the first one. I think Woody Harrelson's portrayal of the character is very good yeah. but the things he has to do aren't yeah. if that makes any sense yeah it's kind of a bit like if Mark Hamill's Joker was in Suicide Squad like okay. you'd be like okay the first Suicide Squad this is oh yeah yeah you'd be like um okay he's got the tone of the character down really well but your plan makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Also, why are you in this movie? Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah. it's kind of like, oh no, I, I really like the casting choice was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still like, and I, I'm glad that they gave him some sort of motivation because it kind yeah, of makes, he, he has more of motivation yeah. than it makes him semi believable. Yeah, and he has, uh, and also he's a serial killer. It's like whatever. It's... I like the fact that it's kind of like a. Um, they had an interesting opportunity actually. I know it's not based in any truth in the comics necessarily but yeah um and I, well I, the origin of carnage in this movie is what the comics is uh isn't it it's kind of they're born the the, the the offspring of venom yeah is yeah it's so kind of, yeah. eddie obviously or venom bites um serial killer guy before he's about to get shocked to death or injected with poison should we go into the spoilers yeah um, so this is this oh is... sorry I, no, no, that's I, fine. i'm going on a, t- a bit of a tangent but um, that's fine um might as well get into spoilers now anyway. Yeah. Um, so um, everyone, spoilers, if you don't want to listen to this, mute yourself. Well, keep listening to the podcast, but gets, mute it so you don't you don't he, see it. He, well. gets, he gets bitten. Yeah. Because he 
Eddie's reporting on him and and uh, gets a successful story and it's kind of like the big break he was looking for. Yeah. Um and um obviously I'm just going to call him Woody Harrelson because the <laughs> name is dumb. Um Cletus. Cletus. Cletus is very Cletus. kind of like, "Oh, you're my soulmate, Eddie, because I'm a serial killer and that's the kind oh, of Oh, he's just a madman. He's mad, a complete madman, yeah. And he's like, "You understand me just because you've interviewed me twice." because uh, <laughs> that's how Yeah, two or three times or something like that. Killer works. Yeah. Um and he's like, "Oh, um you know, obviously and then he kind of provokes him and then Venom obviously latches out and and then bites him and then obviously well it's 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 Cletus that bites Eddie no it's yes him. that's true yeah, yes. yeah yeah Cletus bites Eddie sorry um, and then that's how he gets carnage. well actually no, well, yeah because Venom reaches out and grabs he tries him to, he tries to hurt him he tries to hurt him because he, he said something about like Eddie's dad or, or mum or something like that yeah. he's saying he's, being, he's a loser or whatever and then Venom lashes out and then Ed, uh, Cletus is like what the fuck well, I'm gonna bite you yeah, I'm gonna bite you because because I can, yeah. I'm, say, I'm crazy, dude. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, the blood that gathers from the wound and stuff uh, he, he, on him is then turning into carnage. Carnage, yeah. because obviously it's symbiote blood. Yeah. Um, which is really interesting. I I think they skipped a bit of beat here because they they kind of set it up of like, oh, you bit somebody and now this thing is just born that is a completely separate entity mm. from you. What I thought would have been really interesting is you have like a reverse venom. Uh, what do you mean reverse venom? So you have. <laughs> okay, I've got to be careful. <laughs> How do I explain this to make sense? <laughs> you have instead of venom's. So in in Eddie's case, Eddie is just a normal guy, right? Yeah. And he doesn't necessarily want to do the things that Venom wants to do. Yeah. And Venom is the powerful one who is driving that force. Yeah. What if you do an opposite Venom with Carnage, where Carnage is the, the still the power? But it's not necessarily Carnage's will that's driving it; it's Cletus's will yeah. that's driving it. It's it's yeah. Another part of. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I get, I get you. Mean. I think they missed. I think, a, I think they missed a trick with I like think, just doing the same thing. That I think has. there's more of that in the comics because there's a we're kind of jumping ahead, but like there's a moment in the the end of the film where uh, Eddie and they're they're having a fight. They're having a good, a good fun. Venom and Eddie is getting pummeled by Carnage. Um, and then there's a moment where Eddie realizes, shit, they're not symbiotic. They, there's a slight divide in in the two. Whereas Venom and Eddie, they're best buds, mate. They've made up. They kissed. Death, literally. Weird. Something like that. I don't know. Um, and yeah, like so, there's that sort of divide between Carnage and uh, which you wanted sort of them, I guess, to be a bit more symbiotic together. It makes. Well, I guess what I'm saying is that the the. There should have been more of an understanding between the two. The balance of willpower between the two things would be more leaning towards the serial killer side of it. That's what yeah. I'm saying. The, so so yeah. instead of like it being like... I guess this is, what, this is hard to explain. Yeah. But like Eddie is... Eddie is the... Eddie is the primary will of Venom. Yeah. No. Eddie is not... Sorry. Eddie is not the primal, prime, primal will of Venom. Venom can kind of come out whenever he wants. Yeah. Whereas like... What they have I, an understanding. Yeah, they have yeah. an understand. The, well, not, uh, yeah, not necessarily. Not even talking about it as an understanding, but like it's Venom is the one that's mostly in control. I would say. Uh, because let's be honest. Oh, we could do what he wants. They have an understanding, yeah. but at the end of the day, Eddie can't really stop him. 
Whereas, I, yeah. So it's kind of Venom more using. I guess this is the way to explain. It. It's Venom more using Eddie as a vessel to get around. Yeah. And d- accomplish what he wants to do. Whereas I would have liked it to be reversed, yeah. and have it that Cletus is using the power of Carnage to yeah, do yeah. what he wants. Yeah, that's so, so true. So when he's talking as Carnage, it's not necessarily Carnage talking; it's him yeah. talking, and then it's Carnage trying to break free of that. Yeah. Because. Do you I, see what I mean? Yeah, let's get let's get because I think this sort of links into one of my like sort of things that I was a bit eh on. Yeah, is Venom like they were t- talking about like being symbiotic with each other? That's why they work so well. And Venom and Eddie is like the perfect pairing. If anyone is the perfect pairing of symbiotes in the comics, it, well, it, I think it's stated is Cletus and Carnage. They are both murdering psychopaths. They cannot have a better pairing. Yeah. So the fact that they said in the film, oh my God, they're not symbiotic, they're not like, you know, understanding each other. I'm like, that's kind of bullshit. You've not the source material. It's it, it, like, yeah. I think it works for the story of what they were trying to do, which I'm fine because every adaptation of characters in movies and films or whatever, it doesn't have to be exactly the same. Maybe they flipped it to be yeah. like, well, they're too much alike. Maybe, yeah. The two wills are too... Yeah, yeah. And I guess like with the whole like Shriek as yeah. a love interest, that's probably what made them divide, which like yeah, makes marriage. sense. Yeah, there has to be it's, compromise on both yeah, sides. Both people just exactly hammer ahead to what they want yeah. because they're too strong of will. Yeah, yeah. The marriage will end uh, in divorce. But yeah, mainly in the comics, it's like like you say, they have such a great like a perfect understanding of each other. Like you say, it's almost like hard to differentiate which is Carnage speaking and which is Cletus speaking. I, I would have, yeah, I would have been really interested to, like, and I know it's, and, I, and that's why I said it at the beginning, like, I know it's going against kind of what Carnage is in the comics, because Carnage is a murderous psychopath as well. Yeah. But I like the idea of it being, like, a corruption thing where he's like, I'm using the power of you yeah. to just yeah. be a murdering psychopath that I've always been, yeah. and now I can just do it more efficiently. Yeah. And then Carnage breaks free of that and is like, no, I am the murdering psychopath. Yeah. And I guess that would mean that Carnage would have to have, would be able to survive outside of anyone else's body, which is not how symbiotes work. But yeah, yeah, I just think they missed a trick with being like, what would be the perfect like villain to go up against for Venom? Is how's about somebody who is wanting too much power of each other, misusing a symbiote in a way. Well, I think I think. Again, going to the comics, I think that's the reason why in the comics Venom and Spider-Man have to team up against Carnage is because it's all about individuality and um, teamwork, I guess, or something like that. It's like Venom and Eddie, they're they're good for each other, but they're clearly separate individuals, whereas what makes Carnage so deadly and dangerous is the fact that they're the same person. Like, they have such an understanding and they will do what, what they want, and hey, Cletus, you want to kill that person? Oh, so do I. Let's do it. Like, that's how it works. So they have such a focused understanding of each other. That's like, you know, our Venom might want to do this, whereas Eddie wants to do this. Oh, that's their downfall, is mm. that, again, they're too individual of themselves, whereas Cletus and Carl are just way more focused. Yeah, um, maybe maybe that, that would have been, maybe if they'd followed that a little bit more closely, it would have been better for me. Uh, yeah. Or not, not better, but different in a good way. Because yeah. it would have, you know, it kind of feels 
yeah power struggle the movie, between the two like, when you're watching like this is the first film adaptation of carnage that's happened yeah it should be really fucking awesome. He's a legendary yeah. character. Like, yeah. Carnage is... Even I know about Carnage, and I don't read Spider-Man and yeah, and, yeah, and you haven't read any. No. Yeah. no. I, like, I know what he is, and I know how powerful he is. Yeah. And it's kind of just a bit... It's slightly underwhelming, because it's like, well, this is just the same thing we've kind of had with Venom all this time. Yeah, or Riot in the first one. Or Riot in the yeah. first one, for example, yeah. is exactly the same. Yeah, I, so I'd it's say... Kind of like, that's that's you know, that's one thing that you need to... like. Yeah, they're both symbiotes, but what makes one different from the other... Like, one of them can make a sword. Well, another one can make a sword. Yeah, but... That's it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It would have been easy to have more individuality, which is why I had the idea of, like... I said this, I think, on the way back home, but I was yeah. like, wouldn't it be cool if you you kind of bucked the trend a little bit with symbiotes if you were making, like, a Venom universe with all the different ones, and each one is a different emotion? Yeah. I think that's what they were trying to go for. Like, Carnage is this rage-filled... He's like, rage ...murderer. Chaos, yeah. yeah. Whereas Venom is just... I don't know, he's hungry, man. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> he's, I know. he's hungry, yeah, yeah. He's, he's just hungry. Well, that, that he's gluttony. Yeah. That, actually, no, that, is that what it is? Venom is gluttony. That's why he's hungry or, all the time or, and he kind of wants gr- the power greed, greed and stuff like that. Because that fits with what Venom is. Yeah, because... and then Riot is uh, anger and... Yeah, I, I think it would have been it would have helped if their designs and their interactions and their personalities would have matched more. Because yeah. even though Venom is like hungry all the time but he, he doesn't just match that kind of yeah he wants things he can, for himself he can be rage filled and angry yeah yeah. he can be chaotic yeah. like but the main carnages. personality trait would be yeah greed and stuff yeah which I, makes sense. yeah i think it would have been yeah i think i think it would have been better how i think this is the thing that i'm trying to say is that like that's okay to have the symbiote that but if you bind with that then that part of you gets amplified that is um, it seems like with eddie and venom at least yeah, that yeah. eddie doesn't necessarily want to eat all the time yeah like he says that he's hungry but i mean what you this, know when venom is making him breakfast yeah, yeah he's yeah. completely disinterested yeah it's what, like what, what, what was well, he no, doing at that ref- time oh yeah because he was upset because he was upset that um uh Anne is marrying someone else so i guess okay honestly that was one of the bits that i was finding really funny i think i think the comedy in this is is pretty good to be fair, there's a lot of moments when I was laughing, and it was yeah. that moment, and it was in a trailer, but in the context of the situation, Venom was trying to be the best friend. That is like, come, come, on, guys, it's not too bad, Ta-da. you know. Come on, it's, and he's trying to cheer him up, even though he's like depressed. <laughs> um, no, I, I quite liked yeah, that. Quite I quite liked the there's bonding of them. There's best something friends. that will be eternally funny about a comic book character that is otherworldly doing human tasks. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Just always, it's like yeah. it's like watching Professor Hulk in Endgame. It's kind of yeah. like, you're oh. just a big dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a bit weird. Um, <laughs> Venom making breakfast for somebody and offering someone ketchup will never. And being that moral support yeah. for him is just oh, that's quite cute. That's funny. Ta-da. Um, um, no, yeah, along um, to the radio when you make that, breakfast, um, which we all do. I do. Yeah, uh, you, when you were mentioned about like the amplifying certain personality traits or whatever, that's what Spider-Man Three gets really right yes. about the character of. Well, I, again, I'm not. I'm not sure if that is like in one of. The, it probably is one of the mainstays in Venom in the comics, but Spider-Man gets angrier and angrier because he's fueled by the rage of his uncle Ben dying uh, to Sandman. And then he's like, "Well, I gotta wear this black suit, even though it feels good." And it's it's like a drug. Venom is, um, yeah. Uh, and then when he attaches himself to Eddie, Eddie is fueled by anger and revenge on Peter for making him lose his job. And like he literally goes to a church and is like, "I want you to kill Spider-Man, God." 
Oh, you've given me a ven venom suit. Yes, nice. I'm gonna kill him. Um, so I, yeah, as much as I guess I, th I think I remember mentioning in the previous podcast on Venom is I think I preferred Venom in the Spider-Man three film because, like I say, they got the core of what they the, got char the character traits right better, better rather than more just flushed out. And yeah, better, yeah, yeah. There's more motivations of yeah. like you know as as much as like Topher Grace, like, I think was a bit little bit miscast what he did and like i understood his motivations like he lost his job because of peter he hates peter venom was rejected by peter uh, spider-man so he hates spider-man they come together oh they have an understanding and there's the symbiosis and why they work well together boom character yeah <laughs> i like it but yeah no i think this I like film the design the visual design of venom better in these movies Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He's, he's, he's more of a more, he's more of a physical presence. He actually looks like yeah. Venom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but no, he's, he's evil Spider-Man, which is what they kind of went for. In yeah, the, there was too yeah. much of that connection, I think, in Spider-Man Three as well. That's very it's been, true. It's been forever since I've yeah. legitimately oh, forever I, since I've watched that movie. But uh, I'd I'd I remember being a time where I've seen Spider-Man Three. I initially loved it. And I went back to it, didn't like it, and I've gone back to it again. It's a bit like Last Jedi, I think. And I there's it's not great. But there's a lot of it that I genuinely do love. Sandman is incredible in it. He's so good. Visually, it's a really good film, other than like the CGI Peter Parker falling off a building or whatever. The the stunt coordination of like Spider-Man saving Gwen Stacy falling from a building, it's so good. Um, yeah, there's a lot of to love about Spider-Man 3, other than they get the basics right with Venom, and that's it. It's like, you know... It's Venom's first time ever on the big screen. You need it to be more than just a side character, um, mainly. Uh, but I, I tell you what, there's another thing I really liked with this film is the visual effects. I really enjoyed a lot more than the first one because I think in the first one we mentioned it was like, oh, it's just a black blob fighting a red, uh, fighting a silver blob in at night, and it just kind of looks like shit. Whereas with this one. Um, Again, you have Andy Serkis on. He knows what he's doing with CGI and um, performance captures and stuff. So, yeah, when Venom comes out, it's like, wow, that's that's good. Yeah, or like great. The, the tendrils that is attached to the body when like Venom's face goes in front of Eddie. It's like, wow, that looks really clean and you know, it, it looks like a spider web attached to his arm or his back or something. It's really cool. Um, the carnage. Carnage, yeah. The yeah. carnage. His look is is really good. Yeah. Um, you made made an interesting point actually when we were walking back like you you felt he should have been more spindly because they make, they I, make him yeah. very big in this he, he i don't know whether i like that or not because he's so much taller than venom he's like maybe another interesting foot enough, taller. i think he like he grows the more like carnage he causes like the bigger he is it's almost like a like, like a, almost like a uh it's kind of like the the interpretation of chaos and like natural disasters and stuff yeah like the greater the force, the bigger the, the effect is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like Maybe. The more power he gains like, by the more carnage he causes. For the film, yeah, fine. Whatever. Yeah. I guess if I was to do like a carnage film with Venom or whatever, I would have, you know, Venom being this brute force of just nature and then carnage just be this psychopathic little shit. This, not tiny, but smaller stature, just this more nimble just little shit he's, thing he's definitely slenderer than venom is yeah venom. you can tell yeah the tank but he he grows to a like a size yeah. that is like i would i would have kept him like staturally smaller than venom like maybe like maybe I, two I feet smaller than I, him yeah something. i think 
I think they could have utilized the whole thing of like the chaos is kind of like shooting out of him a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they kind of use it as kind of just like a set prop and the fact that he has lots of different weapons and he's like yeah. crazy and whatever. Um, which is fine. Yeah. It works. I think it would have been cool if he had like a almost like a Brainiac-esque slash Doc Ock thing where like the tendrils are how he moves around. So he doesn't actually walk anywhere. Yeah. He just like latches onto things and like floats. And yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that would have suited the smaller stature, but it still would have made him intimidating because he's like... He's just so fast and like you can't catch him. Interesting, more spider-like. Yeah, maybe. That would have been interesting. Um, but... I Okay, so again, I liked the look of Carnage. Like they kept like the sort of the black mouth and the the redness to him. I thought it was a really good look. But so kind of going into sort of a little bit of a negative also is that, like you said earlier, PG-13. Mate, this is Carnage. This is a serial killer. This is a guy that loves to murder people in the most horrific ways possible. It's so underwhelming when you see Venom or Carnage kill someone and then there's just no blood. And there's just nothing. It's like, oh, okay, it's that's very yeah. underwhelming. It's, it's interesting like, that you mentioned set pieces in this. Yeah. There was one scene I didn't enjoy that what was, was a big set piece, and that's the prison scene, the breakout scene. I didn't like that. Not really. It well, looked too video gamey. Yeah. And also... Nothing really, like, it's the whole thing about the, the blood and the stuff and yeah. the CG. Like, he rips through a prison with loads of people in it. Yeah. And There's it, not a speck of blood there's anywhere. There's not a speck of blood anywhere. And yeah. it doesn't feel, it just doesn't feel right. There's no it, impact. And there's if, no impact yeah. of anything. It's just like, oh, when he's is... when he's When he's, like, grabbing a, a table and he's throwing that, it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. But, like, when he's literally sticking his tongue down someone's throat, yeah, that's like, okay... Right. And then there's a bit at the end when Venom and Carnage are fighting and they run up to each other and then Carnage, you could see him. No, 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 that was it. It was it was Venom that was pinned against the wall. Yeah. Or something like that. And Carnage runs up to him and then stabs him. But then immediately as he stabs him, the camera cuts. And you're like, oh, fuck's sake, man. I want to see the impact of these hits happen. There was a lot of chop cuts in this. So many. Like, yeah. Whenever like something very grotesque was about to happen, they cut the camera. And I was like, oh, fucking, that's just them being like, oh, well, we can't show blood and it can't be R-rated. We have to cut back on like the gore and like the really graphic bits. Like, no, you're making carnage and venom. I want to see blood. Let there be blood. Not <laughs> let, there be, let there be carnage. Um, venom, let there be blood. Let there be blood, yeah. Um... You know, with the going back to a little bit of a positive, because it's so self-aware of what it is and it's not taking itself seriously, in many cases when I hear a character in a film say the name of the film. So, for example, Carnage says, let there be Carnage in a very brooding voice. I was like, oh, yeah, go on then. Fine, whatever. I don't care. But whenever like there's a serious film that says it, I'm just like, oh, fuck off your high horse <laughs> sort of thing. Um, it's like it's very um, what do they call it it's very kind of meta isn't it of like oh, yeah. yeah we get it because the movie's I, called that uh -huh. I'm trying to think of a really good example I don't think the Harry Potter films count because Philosopher's Stone it's a literal stone uh, fine it's a no, it's, it's okay. a it's a product it's, 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 a, it's a it's a if there's a thing in the world if there's a MacGuffin or a place it's a, if it's a MacGuffin it's fine whatever yeah it's like that's fine Um, like I'm trying to think like of the Dark Knight does it but it does it well It tell you what Suicide Squad yes the first one it's like what about uh, I don't know because it because it's bad also. It's a throwaway it line. That's why. 
yeah, it's like oh, we've got we've got because we're called Suicide Squad. We actually have to mention that we're a Suicide Squad. So let's have Will Smith actually say, um, "What are we so su- su- kind of Suicide Squad?" Because because get it, he said because because he said the title of the film. Do you get it? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> but in this film, I was just like, yeah, whatever. It's it's a carnage film with with venom, and it's a buddy cop. It's not taking itself seriously. It's good fun, whatever. Yeah, I think it would have been better if. Uh, uh... Cletus had said it actually. Yeah. Um, again, going back to my idea of him being more in control. In than, control, yeah, yeah. Carnage. I think it would have been because, like, it, it, that would have been cool because it's like, oh, that's what you've named what you can yeah. do with your powers is Carnage. Versus. Yeah. But yeah, is, um, I tell you what, it's, it's almost as if like if the Fast and Furious films, if like one person said, ah, we're going bloody pre bloody Fast and Furious, don't you think? Like, it's a Fast and Furious film. Who cares? It's whatever. There's a there's a it, a car goes to space. This is not meant to be taken seriously at all. Family, <laughs> family. It's pretty yeah. bloody fast and furious family, you know what I mean? No, um, and, it, and it can be done. Well, I didn't think it was awful. I have to say, I didn't. No, no. I was like, oh yeah, you've. Used, I was kind of. I had a similar reaction to you. I was like, oh, you've used that line. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fine. That's whatever. fine. That's cool. cool. It's still a cool line. Like it um, works. I understand that. Um, yeah. The, that whole sequence at the end, by the way, in the church was really cool. I did like it. Yeah, like, I liked There was that. a few cuts that were weird, but that was the whole movie. Like, was like I that. think that's probably what we were alluding to is like the very graphic bit. So you're like, oh, something. No. Right. <laughs> oh, no. no. Something, something cool about Do you know what would have been good? Is like, I made the comparison at the time is that I kind of said when I saw the trailers and stuff, Venom, uh, Carnage, sorry, looks like the monster from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. When he first got the, revealed in the, the voices and stuff. Yeah. Um, I was like. Interesting enough, the flesh horror monsters do the carnage thing better than carnage in this movie <laughs> yeah because i'm just thinking you know that scene where billy squares up to it yeah and then he just gets like ripped to shreds pretty much by this. yeah i'm like that's what that's what we should see from Car- that's again carnage i think it's I th- I th- again i think it's because of the violence it's because of the violence yeah. the stranger things yeah you're allowed to show guts and blood and people what, being torn like a, i think it's a 15 okay. yeah, yeah yeah um in british terms uh i kind of flip-flopping on what i like and what i doesn't like Again, I don't mind it, but a little thing I probably would have changed is the voice of Carnage we mentioned yeah, on the boring. way back. It was kind of generic, too. bad guy, deep voice. Uh, I would have had him fine. be a lot more like slimy and like cackly, like, yeah, and kind yeah. of a bit more like a witch sort of thing, like you know that sort of shit. The thing is, is that we heard we obviously heard Riot's voice in Riot and Carnage. I can't distinguish the two. No, and that's no. the thing. And to be honest. You can't really distinguish Venom. Like, you, you can. Venom's but different it's, it's enough. It's not that much of a difference. Yeah. It's when different enough. When you really enough. think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, It's still a deep voice. Eddie. Eddie. Mainly because of the cadence that Tom Hardy performs the voice with. Yeah. He gives little weird oddities to how Venom speaks with his sentence structure. Like the Eddie. It's like yeah, yeah. everything goes up at the end. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like... There's more, there's more personality there's it. a little bit yeah. more personality yeah, yeah. There, but the voice itself isn't necessarily that different from it's the fine. other two it's still a deep I guess, I guess it's just a little bit of a nitpick that I have with it which is that's yeah, fine it's whatever it's a big bad guy he's I whatever I Carnage spoke a little bit more like this that would have been better get Matt Mercer to do the voice get um <laughs> I'm trying to think of somebody who has like a slimy voice <laughs> who has a slimy voice in Hollywood I don't know um, what if Heath Ledger did it if he was still alive what if he did the voice of Carnage? No, but that would just be Joker. <laughs> yeah, it probably would have been just Joker. Um, yeah, yeah. No, uh, just like just like a kind of a little bit more of a whispery voice, kind of like a little bit more like uh, Cletus was in some senses. He yeah, was, he was kind of. He's like, more calm. He was Cletus. weird. That kind of weird se- yeah. serial killer 
everything Hi, is Eddie. very punctuated. Yeah. Hi there, Eddie. Yeah, to a point. I'm of so like, happy you're here. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like yeah, this is a bit weird. He's such um, a creep. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. More uh, creepy. That's what Woody Harrelson was really good in this film. I really enjoyed his performance. I tell you what was a really really great moment was this. It's kind of out of nowhere, but I thought visually it was really good. Is when uh, Cleus was writing that letter or the postcard to Eddie, and then it turned into this sort of sort of like animated scene where everything and it talked. Oh, it, the it, Tim it, Burton it, scene. The Tim Burton. Scene. Like I actually really liked that. I was like, oh, it's kind of showing how fucked up Cleus Catsty was as a child, but it's in this like really weird stylistic way, and I was like, yeah. Fuck I yeah, thought it was that was very, really cool. Do you know what? I thought I was I, I was obviously ready for it. Bob let me know, thanks Bob, um, yeah. that that was going to happen. She said, prepare yourself for it. And I... It was good. I didn't expect oh. it to come in that scene. I wasn't... But yeah. I was like, oh, I guess this is this section. But I was just like you. I was like, this doesn't actually feel too bad. Like, this no, is quite was, cool. Yeah. I love. I like the art style of this. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I um, really liked that. And I like the transition between the two of them, him writing... Yeah. To Eddie and Eddie reading it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 it was all right. It yeah. was cool. Uh, it was like, that's very, it's an interesting thing, but I liked the art style. And yeah. I liked that it still had the kind of, um, that it followed, that it followed the theme of red from like the drawings and squiggles on the paper. Yeah. And the kind of like the, the very thin, thin and fine red pen is yeah. like the thin and fine lines of the drawings in the art style. Yeah. And then the thin and fine lines of, uh, of carnage yeah you know i like, yeah, it's really I like that like the, the transformation of um cletus Astley into carnage when he's on the on the uh death death row yeah. when he's about to get killed uh, a lethal injection and you see the little i don't know little tendrils of carnage it's not just like it's a blob and he just turns into carnage it's like it's almost like piercing through his body and it looks really painful, and it's just like it's really weird, grotesque sort yeah. of thing. I really liked that. Um, I guess another couple of nitpicks that I have with Carnage is um, it, again, it's in the uh, in the prison breakout scene. He just turns into a tornado. Oh, <laughs> okay. He's now a tornado. All right, sweet, cool, good for you, mate. I guess again, I don't want to call it lazy because obviously a lot of like visual effects went into working that, and it's just. It's a way of showing his destruction, but I think it's just sort of. He never uses it again. It's just like a one-off. Yeah, thing. and I think. Oh, it's... he's spinning around really quickly. Now. Yeah, I don't. I, probably generic is the wrong term, but I don't know. It's like instead of uh, well, we can't have him literally slice a guy's head off, but we'll try and do the 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 thing where like if there's this natural event and tables and metal and all this dust and shit is being thrown around and bodies of people are being like thrown and hit against the walls and stuff that's an easier way and just a quicker way no, no again not easy i shouldn't use that word because it's not easy <laughs> doing that it's it's a it's a quicker way of how killing we, a bunch of how people how do we make this a dramatic death without being gory that's yeah yeah exactly oh, put, stick them in the middle of a tornado yeah and, and it's yeah. fine and it's like we don't have to show yeah. guts and blood or whatever like, we, we don't have to show carnage stabbing people with his tongue again <laughs> um again that was weird <laughs> sounds fine. weird it's but... whatever it's whatever happens um and then another thing i was like okay i don't mind there being tentacles and tendrils coming out of people's orifices and stuff like that of carnage and venom but then when he just hacks into a computer 
He's like, ah. Oh. oh, I forgot about that bit, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Because symbiotes can do that? <laughs> All right. Apparently they know about multiverses, so fuck knows what they can do. Yeah. Shall we get on to the post credit scene? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything If there's anything else, else yeah, yeah. The, uh, the movie. Oh, do you know a character we haven't mentioned? What? We haven't mentioned a lot of characters. Shriek. Shriek. <laughs> she was all right. She was boring. She was fine. I didn't like the character. Yes. Fine, whatever. She was there to be a plot device. Oh, yeah. And also another character we didn't talk about was the policeman. That turns into... I know who he's going to turn into. Toxin. He has a bit of symbiote on him. And then he saw his eyes go a bit weird. And Why does like, he have symbiote on him? He didn't interact with them? Uh, we probably missed something. No, I think he got like taken by carnage, and then he was thrown somewhere, and then he was like, "Oh fuck, I've still got a bit of symbiote on me." Now he's toxin. Maybe he did. Sweet. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Maybe I didn't see that. Cool. Bit, but, um, um, oh yeah, and also like carnage actually just get killed, which again, it's I like carnage. I like you know, fine in this film, it was pretty good. Whatever, it's better than fucking riot in the last film, and. Again, it does that generic thing. Well, not generic. It it does that thing at the end of most superhero films where they just kill off the villain. It's like you could you could use them again, you know. Like you don't have to kill off every like, single fucking character. So it's like it's kind of a, a thing yeah. though of like how do you contain something that's already caused that much destruction? Yeah. Because it's gonna be a bit weird. Oh, unless you just like shriek him constantly, but like yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I understand what you mean. It's kind of one of those things where you're like I. It's, like, it's such an it's, iconic villain. It's like why kill him off the, like now? Yeah, it's, I'm trying. To, you know, there's so many. Like the MCU does it like, all the time. Killmonger. I'd love to see him in another film. No, can't do it anymore. I'd love to see Claw, like Andy Serkis' character, in another film as the main villain. No, okay, he's dead. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah. Ultron. Oh no, he's dead. <laughs> Red Skull. Oh, he's practically dead. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mandarin spoilers for Shang Chi. Oh, he's dead. Great. Yeah, I think it's um, but also I think it's it's different, isn't it? I think that's the main one yeah. of the main differences with adapting comic books is that villains and heroes die all the time in comic books and they come yeah. back to life. Like, tell you what, just, do what Batman does. Just don't kill your villains. Just, yeah, stick them all in an asylum. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely better for the world. Occasionally, have a prison break. Yeah, like Carnage, but better. All right. <laughs> um, um, yeah. No, I think like Shriek. Her thing was like, you know, I, I actually quite liked the look of her character and like the the blind eye I, and stuff. I yeah, was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Aesthetically, she was good. I just yeah. and Naomi Harris is a decent actress. She's really she's good. Was she in Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she, she played, she played Calypso. Calypso. That's yeah. what her role in this reminded me of. Well, Calypso. That's not a good thing. It's not good. Because <laughs> <laughs> Calypso is a weird character. Um, also, I I just didn't really. She was very camp. She was almost too camp for this movie. Yeah. Like, again, this is an example. You say too camp for this movie, even though it's probably one of the campest films I've ever oh, yeah. seen. <laughs> but it's about having, pushing boundaries, isn't it? And going to the, the edge of your kind of scope of what you're trying to accomplish with the movie and beyond. Yeah. Like, everything she said was kind of, it was meant to be kind of like campy superhero, supervillainy. Like, I'm going to kill you really nastily or something like that. And it was yeah. just like, it's such like dry delivery. It's like oh, yeah. it's not really that. Yeah, she was she's alright. I guess she's like she doesn't crack jokes like the other characters do. No. She's she's very kind of just like I am here to be. I, I tell you what was another a thing. villain. Just, you know, what I didn't really understand is she's completely happy to murder a bunch of guys winningly, whatever. Hey, go kidnap Eddie's girlfriend. Even though you have no personality uh, connection to her, personal connection, or you have no care for her at all. But hang on, Carnage is about to kill this woman. Oh no, I don't like that. 
why? Yeah. Why, why would you care? <laughs> why, yeah. why would you care what happens to Eddie's girlfriend? Uh, ex? I feel like... I feel like... The, like uh, he, I think she says something like, that's too far. That's not. Their, their relationship... It's completely within... Their relationship is good for a certain amount until a point. Yeah. And then it kind of... And then it kind of kind of begins to fall apart when they have their... Because yeah. obviously you're like, oh, how is Venom going to defeat Carnage? Oh, he's going to defeat him with sound because that was like yeah. the first thing that was shown. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, or fire, fire. Yeah. but it's like okay that's fine but okay well it just so happens that uh, his girlfriend can yeah. make a lot of sound so that's going to come into play at some point and it does eventually so it's like yeah. oh we just have to have her in the well, right place so she, we have to have that we have to see that little bit of conflict we have to give that little lovers. bit of random motivation that she comes out of nowhere it's like, yeah. why would you care what happens you have to, to have that conflict Anne. between like yeah. I love you but I don't love carnage yeah even though that's a weird thing in the comics that they're apparently still in a relationship and that's fine. So, all right. Sweet. Um, again, it works for a film. It's fine. Yeah. It's whatever. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Yeah, yeah. It's Venom being in a being in a nightclub. That was kind of cute, wasn't it? <laughs> that was, that was kind of cute. That was very funny. Um, I did, yeah, I thought the Day of the Dead scene with Venom wandering around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like, neon lights over him and glow sticks. and again i think it i think it worked really well for venom as a character because he actually i think he says at the end of that scene is like i wish eddie was here he was like quite upset that they had the breakup and everything i was like oh venom I wish yeah what did yeah. you say i wish eddie could see me tonight uh, yeah Aww. it's like you're, oh, you're still hung up on Aww. breaking up with eddie and again, like uh, that whole confrontation between Venom and Eddie in the room with the chickens and the yeah. chickens were funny. Uh, just random chickens, fine, whatever. It, like that, that whole thing is like Venom telling him to get out, but Eddie was like, "This is my house. <laughs> what are you talking about?" Uh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Post credit scene. Post credit scene. Uh, it's Venom and Eddie back together again, lovers. So happy uh, together on a beach. So he decides to run away. Because obviously he just yeah, went to church. Yeah. yeah, why not? <laughs> Which, to be honest, was getting repaired anyway. So yeah, it's fine. So just set the bill back a little bit. Yeah, give, give uh, him a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more to repair. That's yeah. all. Um, and Anne goes off with her boyfriend, who is completely non consequential in anything that he does. He's movie. just comic. Well, I say comic relief in a comic relief film. He's, pl- he's a plot device. He's a plot device. Yeah, yeah, um, a plot device and an occasional comic relief. Yeah. Um, anyway, he. <laughs> so he. They, they run off into the sunset together and like Eddie lets her go, which is quite cool. cool And it's like, oh, that's kind of cute. But he's got Venom to keep him company. So yeah. Then they go off and they obviously go abroad and stuff. and yeah, go to the They go into this little house. They go into this little house. And, um, they're watching the... Oh, yeah, they have the conversation they're, about... What they, they're watching a game show, I think. Yeah. No, they're watching a, a serial time drama or something. Yeah, yeah. And they're having that like couples thing of both of them sitting there watching it. And yeah. Venom's like, oh, I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is a classic... Like, I, I like... Um, yeah, and then they get on the conversation about like Venom is like, yeah, we're all connected through a hive mind. And it's like multiverses and stuff. Um and then Venom is like, do you want me to show you? Like a little glimpse of what I'm capable of or like what I've been through. And then some fucked up shit happens. Some weird, weird, weird orange, visual effects. Orange sort yeah. of goldy circles appear. Yeah. And then the, the news channel comes on and it's good old J.K. Simmons <laughs> as J. Joe Jameson. And you know where this is going. Sees a picture of Tom Holland's Spider-Man on the screen. Transforms Venom. into Venom, and Venom's like this guy. This guy, which I'm thinking is alluding to the fact that because Venom mentioned is a hive mind, 
and they're all interconnected in multiverses and stuff. Venom clearly knows of the confrontation he had between him and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, so he recognizes Spider-Man, has that vendetta against him, sees Tom Holland, he's like, this guy, I don't like him. Let's kill him. Yeah, I don't... It's kind of lazy. It's, but... la- it's very lazy it's writing. Lazy. If that's the way they're going with it, you made a deep connection going that way. Yeah. I, I didn't go that way with no. it. I, I went with the fact that like he recognises him and he's like uh, almost like this guy is a Nexus event. This guy is nothing but bad news. Yeah. Because obviously it's Spider-Man who yeah purposefully rips the t- like the multiverse open yeah yeah so like venom recognizes him as like not only the that cause. maybe he's yeah. seen him in other universes but he's like this guy is known to be a causal event of yeah a lot of grief yeah and he's yeah, like yeah. this guy yeah and then he licks the screen which i'm like yeah venom go on um Get him. i still think that venom will help spider-man in no way from home no way home i don't think so because well i do because i think yeah. there's too many villains in that movie and you can't have all of them as evil yeah and I think one of them is going to have to... Well, obviously, Strange is on Spider-Man's side. We presume he's going to fight, which kind of makes me think it's a bit of an unfair fight. Doctor Strange is pretty powerful. Oh, we could just be like, yeah, go back. <laughs> <laughs> he could do what he did to Loki. Just um, circle everyone, so got, go him, and then unless, make him fall for 30 minutes. Unless, unless the fucking up the time continuum and things makes Doctor Strange turn mad or something. I think... Go somewhere i tell you else. what's going to happen. Either Doctor Strange goes mad, but then again, it's like Doctor Strange and the Sinister Six versus Spider-Man, which is like, no, that's sorry. Three Spider-Men and Venom. Oh, yeah, true. But even so, three three Spider-Man versus Doctor Strange. No, still not good enough. There's, there's no way Spider-Man's defeating Doctor Strange. Um, or I think because Doctor Strange is going to be like, you know what? You're fucked up here. I need to go deal with this. And then he's going to be indisposed. That's, what, whilst, I, that's yeah. what I think it is. It's like there's a bigger threat that's going to take him out. The, yeah. Maybe Dormammu tries to escape again. So he's like, yeah, or multiple Dormammu's. He has um, to bargain multiple times. Well, he can't because he doesn't have the time stone. He still has the Igo Agamogato though. So I'm, I'm assuming they like replace that with something so he uses it magically for something else, for another power or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it's still got the time stone because they replaced the time stone. Wibbly wobbly yeah. timey wimey. Um, no, yeah, I, I think he's going to be, you know, yeah. indisposed at the time so yeah yeah and then you allow to take them then you allow the other two uh, peters yeah exactly um, and then that versus the sinister six which i'm like i don't necessarily think they're gonna f- he's gonna fight them all at the same time as well no Maybe they'll just probably make some like cameo be, what it looks like it's gonna be it's gonna be like electro and sandman first and then doc ock and green, green goblin, goblin on the bridge at the yeah. end maybe and then maybe venom as well yeah but i still think because I, I think that I, th- I think it's too contrived to just be like, I'm Venom, I hate you because you're Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, th- you'd have that like, conflict between him and Tommy Maguire's Spider-Man. Yes. 100%. So he'll know like, oh no, not you again. I thought I killed you. Oh, also, why are you bigger? <laughs> why are you Tom Hardy? <laughs> um, um, I, yeah, but I, I, I think that, I think, I think there'll be a little bit of a brawl because you've got, you got to have Spider-Man fight Venom, you know. And a Sinister Six, man. You're doing the first ever Sinister Six live action superhero film. So it's like, you have to have them. in a multiverse movie. Fuck me. This, this film's a lot. I think I saw that this Spider-Man Far From Home is going to be like two and a half hours. The first cut of it. I would hope it's two. I hope it's long because. I think it even needs to be. God damn. Because. Yeah. It's a lot. Eternals is two and a half hours, and you're introducing a lot of characters, so it's like good. I just hope it's worth yeah. it. It's not just a bore fest because you're riding a dangerous line between like, yeah, you're gonna have like a film with all this stuff in, but you need to make it focused and coherent, um, which is fine. 
Um, I wanted to say something earlier, but it's probably... You know what, do I? It's kind of linked. Go for um, it. I should have mentioned it earlier because I had a problem. I had a vendetta last night after I was doing work. Uh-oh. Not after work. I was during work because it was, it was, you know, whatever. I was on my phone. I was talking to uh, Jem, friend of the podcast. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, we were watching this show called Shadowhunters. Mm. It's bad. Um, <laughs> but so I've heard from it's, multiple it's, sources. It's, it's whatever. She likes it. It's fine. Yeah, let's just watch it. And there's this... I was so upset about this one scene because it just doesn't make sense. So you have... She got annoyed me because I didn't remember the first two, the the, the main characters' names. She's called, like, uh, uh, Clarice. You've forgotten again. Clarice. I've forgotten again. Jace and someone. Fucking the girl. Hello, Clarice. Clarice. Or Claire. Claire. I'm having a like friend that. for dinner. Fucking hell. What is her name? I'm just looking back on our conversations. Hang on. Uh... Saying good night, good night, good night. Missed podcast. Yeah, we're talking about that. Uh, Clary, that's it. Clary and Jace. They're the main two. They're they're a couple or whatever. And uh, people don't really give a shit about Shadowhunters. So yeah, we're kind of done with Venom. We'll, we'll <laughs> I'll just say this one thing. It's kind of linked with universes. And this is one episode in the show. It's on Netflix. Um, if you want to watch it. Uh, and there's there's one one episode where they go to a different universe. And, right, okay, rundown of the story. The villain of the show is Clarice's father. Right. It's like Darth Vader sort of sense, whatever. And then Clarice. for some reason, for some reason, plot happens and they have to go to an alternate universe. And in that alternate universe, Clarice's father, called Valentine, is not evil. He's normal. He's normal. He's he's happy with his wife and daughter. and It's all a happy family. It's yeah. great. And then in that universe, Jace and Clary is still a couple. So you find out when they come out of this universe, and I think it was at the end of this episode. <laughs> so bad. <It's laughs> I'm so upset by this, you know. There's a big plot twist that happens. And apparently Jace and Clary are related. They're siblings. So you're like, oh, that's fucked. Because they're kind of together. In a romantic sense, no. And then that was like, okay, fine. Oh my god, the the audience is so shocked, and it's a big plot twist. It's kind of like Darth Vader. And then I thought about it. I was like, hang on. So if you went to that universe where your father is normal, surely your parents would tell you that the guy you're fucking is, is your, your brother. told that because in that universe this is so not what i expected this to be Ryan. <laughs> when you said multiple universe stuff i didn't expect to have a conversation know. about siblings in romantic yeah. relationships it's like in this one universe you're fine your, your daddy's a an evil villain whatever and then you come across this guy called jason and you have a romantic thing and then you find out you're fine whatever that's kind of a weird drama thing that you can explore but because you've gone into another universe and your dad isn't evil surely you know you'd be in your house and you'd see jace and then jace would be like oh hi dad and then you'd have that realization of being like wait what <laughs> we're related Oh no. oh, no. Oh, no. I've got to go back to my own universe and then be like, no, sorry, Jace, we can't do this. It's just the fact that they just didn't do that because they actually had, in that universe, they were like, hey, sitting and stuff. And I'm like, 
thinking back to it, I'm just like, oh no. Why wouldn't you tell is them? It, is, it like a, is it like a, you're my brother, but actually we'll reveal later you're not really my brother, so we can I don't know. Him. It's... I, what is it? It's so Fuck messed Game up. Game of Thrones, man, because they started this shit. I'm claiming that. <laughs> when did Shadowhunters come like, out? I'm looking up. They, they've done it in every single fucking TV show ever since Game of Thrones. They have played with incest. It's, and it's, it's, it's wrong. Up. It's like, fucked up. Fucking man. Riverdale did it. Um, it started in 2016. So when did Game of Thrones come out? Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. It was like 2015, wasn't it? Drama series. I don't know. Uh, 2011! Holy yeah. shit! It's Game of Thrones' fault. My god, it is Game of Thrones' <laughs> fault. God, George R. R. Martin, you'd love incest. Like, I, I just... I, I don't... They did a similar thing in Riverdale. Where they had they had two of the characters, Betty and Jughead, who are obviously dating. Now they're not related by blood, but then they were like, Oh, oh, their parents digged each other when they were kids though. Yeah, that's and messed. then and then the the parents are like Betty's yeah. father spoilers. Betty's father turns out to be a serial killer and he dies, so that's yeah. okay. And then obviously Jughead's mum and dad aren't together, they're separated because they didn't get on. Yeah. And like she runs a crime mob, he runs a crime mob, it's a whole thing, like they're biker gangs and stuff. But it's like, oh, they're still attracted to one another. And then he ends up moving in. So, oh, our parents are dating and we're dating. Is that a bit weird? That is weird. Yeah, it's a bit weird, but it's apparently a kink now. So we're going to roll with it. Uh, And they roll with it. And oh, by the way, everybody, just to make this even better. um, Secret half-brother comes along. Who is the love child of their parents and both of their half-sibling. Oh, that's... uh, And they're still dating. uh, Well, they're not anymore, but... Yeah, don't. That's not don't the point but yeah, don't it's like you why did you have to go there yeah what why why but like why? there was no reason to go there other than just to be like it's a bit weird isn't it, it? Is sick, isn't it? drama yeah it's like yeah incest is not drama stop it <laughs> like, incest stop is not drama. T- stop teetering on that edge unless there's don't... dragons involved then yes yeah, sick bro <laughs> so that's fucking sick but like, no, the, the thing with Game of Thrones is that they recognise that it's incest. And obviously, it's like I guess it's supposed to be set in like medieval times, so it's kind of fucked anyway. Yeah, but <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, like Jamie and Cersei fully know what they're doing, but yeah. they, they don't really necessarily give a shit. And there's a history of it in their family, and everybody knows that, and they all think it's weird. Like that, it's not really like it's it's not like it's a secret kink that everybody has that everybody's incesting. You know, it's sick. It's... Like they do later, because they do that with Danny and fucking John. Oh my god. Oh, and they ju- and they literally just do it to cause drama. Yeah. And it's just like. But yeah, that's that's my little like thing with like Shadowhunters. Literally, so I was Shadowhunters just does it as well. Does great. it as well? Fun. Yeah, great. but it's like, yeah, it, it's like the thing like revealed that oh my god, my mum had like a a secret child that she had to give away or some bullshit like that, and like it was with Valentine, who was also your dad. It's like so you, we're technically brother and sister, like not even half brother and half brother. No, we're genuinely brother and sister, and it's ah. Oh, why wouldn't you be told that in the other universe? I mean, come on. So messed up. Anyway, Let There Be Carnage was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sick, bro. Good I, stuff. I just, I, I gotta need some time to process. Yeah. I just... Sorry, it's just, I wanted to mention that earlier because I was having a meltdown last night. It's do like, you feel, know, do you, you feel, feel better like, about expressing Yeah, kind of. That's all right. It's then, so messed good. up. Because, yeah. you know, when you just have those moments when you were doing work and you're just thinking and you're just like, 
Oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, yeah, that was a thing that was. How did that happen? I'm not okay with this. This is not good. It's like me thinking back it's to It's when watching... something is often uneasy yeah. with the world and you just have to say something. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, I've had that multiple moments. It's like, yeah, I'm not okay with that happening because it's messed up. And then I'm like, also, I'm thinking back to Squid Game and like, you know, so many episodes on that. And I'm like, I'm still not okay with that. That's so. Like, I've got to watch that at some point. That's so tragic and upsetting. I don't like that. Please don't taunt my feelings this is <laughs> don't play me like that this is depressing man i like people you so, know um so yeah venom yeah, let be carnage uh, <laughs> it's good l- shit. luckily i guess the one good thing we can say is venom let there be carnage doesn't have any of that in it so no unless no i was about to say don't like, ju- right we're, we're gonna end there we're gonna end we, there thank you very much for listening and watching yeah. I, uh, I, I forgot to mention at top but we're streaming live on twitch hopefully um I, uh, people that I posted have watched it on my instagram today so yeah uh, hopefully people that have watched enjoyed it um if you didn't then i mean you don't have to watch that's fair that's yeah. fine good for you mate <laughs> <laughs> good, for- <laughs> good for you yeah good for you um yeah, unless you have anything else you want to say about Let There Be Carnage. Uh, what it's, is, uh, you've made me forget about the movie now. Sorry. Sorry. I um, just... Watch Let There Be Carnage. You know what? I, it's good fun. It's fine. It's well, fine. I just remembered another thing about Riverdale. Right, let's move on. Let's move that's, on. Oh, no. This isn't a Riverdale not, podcast. Oh, that's not good. This is, this it's is... really not good. Oh. Isn't a worse rated episode a musical or something? Isn't there a musical know, episode? Really bad. Like I think it is. I think it's like the oh, second musical they did was really bad. Already. Second? Yeah, they've done one ever since as well. They did the first, oh, fuck did the first off. one. Which to be fair, I did watch and it, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. It, it wasn't was tragic. just it was just strange because it's like, oh, all of a sudden this is a musical universe. Next episode, oh no, we're back to normal again and we're like dark and green. Why? And it's just like, because they just want because why not? That's that's literally Okay, I, we, I, I could do a whole Riverdale, right? There's a great video, everybody, on YouTube. I, I Maybe we'll link it. I don't know. Yeah. Now that I'm mentioning it, um, I think yeah. we maybe should. But there's a whole, like, five-hour video that somebody has done on why, why... It's like the one you watched on Doctor Who, on why Riverdale is not good. <laughs> and it is... <laughs> I and I agree videos. with most of it. It's... Yeah. thing is, it's, 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 not, it's not like that, that video I watched on Doctor Who. It's not, it's not like it was shitting on it. It was just going through points of being like, this is not good. It's just stating what yeah. is in the show. Yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't like, mind those videos. At the start of the video, he's like, we're going to talk about season one. By the way, season one is okay. Like, it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good it's watch. Right, yeah. It has some things, and here's the things I really like about it, and here's the things that do this. Yeah. Here's the things that are a bit strange about it, because it's an American TV drama on the CW, which is already a red flag. But, <laughs> <laughs> but also... And then, like, River to, uh, Rivers, Riversdale season two comes along, and then just forget about it. Fucking... Alright. Just I will. But go and watch that video, everybody. It's oh, very uh, they, yeah. he covers the whole thing that I said about Good stuff. Things. It's yeah. just it's very I might watch that. Fuck it. It's yeah, do it's not good. It's <laughs> really it doesn't paint the show in a very it's good. It's actually gonna take me like two days to watch because it's five hours. I don't have five hours in a day anymore. Yeah, actually I think it might work. be slightly less than that. I think oh, it's okay. about three and a bit. <laughs> but it's still quite long. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, um yeah, you got anything else you wanna say? Go watch that. It'll be carnage. We'll be we'll be back next week. We're watching June. Uh, I don't know when we'll be able to watch it. Probably next Wednesday again. Uh, maybe I don't mm, know when you're working. We'll sort this it out. Depends after. on when I get paid, which is usually yeah. the twenty eighth, which is Thursday. So oh, I mean, I'll pay for the cinema. So. Oh, well, cheers, boo. I mean, I've got, I've got I've got I've got like insider points because oh, hey, nice. go and get an insider because it's free money. Yeah, I could yeah, like nothing tenner is free. Off, a tenner off. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever day works best for. We'll watch for, watch Dunk. If you are off Wednesday again. Yeah, I'm off Wednesday. It probably will be Wednesday. I'm working, but I can meet you after work. So it's not yeah, a problem. Like we did with Venom. Yeah. Yeah, had good fun, but I've forgotten how long June is. Is like three hours long. Or three hours. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Double the amount that this movie was. Oh, God. Actually, it won't be too much. Uh, two and a half hours. Because there was at least forty-five minutes of fucking ads in front of this movie. It's always there. Always is like half an hour of ads. Not that long. I remember yeah, when I went to see Shang Chi. It wasn't that long. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> um, yeah, two and a half hours, June. That's fine. Cool. It's fine. Just an hour longer than Let There Be Carnage. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening to the podcast or watching live on Twitch. Um, please rate us on whatever pod app you're listening to us on, if possible. Five stars or anything less, then get fucked. Um, share around your friends and family if you think they'd enjoy. Um, what did you think of Let There Be Carnage? Did you like it? Know. Yeah. What do you What do you think about this whole stuff? Are you looking forward to the Far From Home from now? Um, yeah. Uh, email us at cityofgeekandpod at gmail.com for recommendations or your opinions. Like I said, we're going to do Dune and then the Eternals and then after that, no idea. Unless there's something else that you're interested in watching. I mean, we've got, we'll, have, we'll have a think about it. Like What If, we've yeah. got bloody James Bond films or whatever. There's several things we could do. It's yeah. just about committing to one. Yeah. Uh, join us up on the Facebook group. We've got uh, one called Globe of Geekum. Um, I occasionally put stuff in there. Oh yeah, fuck! I forgot to say there was an Uncharted trailer. Looked alright. <laughs> we completely skipped over that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, looked alright. It looks. Yeah, it's fine. We were right. Yep, cool. That's, that's all to say uh, about that, really. Yeah. Um, follow me on Twitter. I'm at the Rizikins, uh, and then I also stream on Twitch. I I do games and stuff, so that's um, Twitch.tv/slash Rizikins. Um, yeah, thanks guys. Thank you everybody so much for listening, such watching again. We hope to see you next week when we talk about Dunk or June. Why did they not put a little line in the E? It looks like Dunk. I don't know. Dune. Dune. Is it Dune or June? Oh. Bye, guys. See you again. Bye. <laughs> see you again.